The podcast members of the chamber is presented by Piper Foods and fueled by McCafe. If you're listening in your car, why not stop by one of Piper Foods' five McDonald's locations in Oakville or look them up on any McDelivery service. We thank Piper Foods for their generous support of our chamber and for everything they do in the community. Now let's get started. Chamber to season two of our podcast, Members of the Chamber. Oakville Chamber members, one story at a time. Members of the Chamber is a podcast. For each episode, we sit down with one member of our Chamber community and have a conversation. A conversation about their individual entrepreneur or professional journey, their job, and how they ended up where they are today. My name is Drew Redden. I'm the president and CEO of the Oakville Chamber of Commerce. We're broadcasting from the Stable Studio co-working facility located at 320 North Service Road West in Oakville, Ontario, and this is Members of the Chamber. This episode of Members of the Chamber is brought to you by Stable Studio Oakville. We're currently recording our podcast, Members of the Chamber, in the podcast booth at Staples Studio Oakville on 320 North Service Road West, where they have everything you need to help your business. They're currently offering a safe and healthy place to work, with desks, offices, and drop-in memberships. More than a co-working space, Staples is a community to help you work, learn, and grow. For more information on pricing, please visit studio.staples.ca or contact the community manager at studio.oakville at staples.ca for a tour. Kristen, we're rolling now, getting used to these virtual podcasts. New year, new us. You know, I do miss having our guests in studio, but this is working out pretty well. I said it before, and I will say it again. Staples has done a great job setting up a safe space here, a space where we can ensure we are following all public health guidelines, masks, sanitation, and all. And how neat is this technology that we can record these episodes remotely with our guests? You know, the resiliency of our business community has been remarkable over the last year. And I'm so impressed with what Staples has been able to do to keep operating. And it's just one of so many stories from our business community in Oakville. You're right. And today on the podcast, we have someone whose business has not only navigated COVID-19, but two years of Lakeshore construction. Talk about resiliency. No kidding, eh? So on that note, why don't we get started? Joining us today on Members of the Chamber is Andrew Esmeze. Andrew is the franchise owner of Second Cup Coffee Company on Lakeshore Road, downtown Oakville. He is a certified customer experience professional with 16 plus years of extensive global experience leading enterprise customer experience strategies and managing projects as well as customer support operations with extensive global experience. Prior to delving into the entrepreneurial world, Andrew's last role was Director of Customer Experience in a multinational phone company. Andrew is also the founder of Fairground Consulting, a customer experience management consulting company providing expertise to clients in developing effective strategies to increase their customer experience and loyalty. And even with all that going on, Andrew is also a licensed realtor. 
Andrew, a very impressive career. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Drew. I am delighted to be on the show. So, Andrew, normally we start from the beginning, but today I wanted to dive into your latest venture, franchise owner of Second Cup Coffee Company in downtown Oakville. What led you to go from the multinational corporate world to opening a local coffee shop? Yeah, thank you, Drew. Um, it is true that I, I worked in a multinational telecom company, uh, but I was uh, good in customer experience. I, was, uh, I have a lot of experience in leading customer experience. I do have strong knowledge in in that area. Um, and because of that, I figured that I could use it in any particular area, any venture that I would love to. And I had a passion for coffee. So, so it was just a case of uh, using my knowledge, my skills, and my experience for my, to grow my passion, to venture into my passion, which is coffee. And uh, so basically my... You know, that, that's basically what it is. At the end of the day, it's about uh, going for what you love, doing what you love, which is coffee, and um, using my knowledge and experience. And um, one of the things that, why I went for franchising was basically uh, the transition from, you know, the corporate world, you know, where you have the same some processes, structures already in place. So... Franchising makes it a little bit easier, you know. Uh, it's not as if you cannot start from ground zero, uh, but um, franchising was a, um, kind of a, an easier platform venture for me, you know. So that's basically what why I found myself in um, in this business. Well, I love that. Do what you love, and uh, that's a that's a great message to open uh, open the conversation with. But you know, you talked a little bit about that transition, but how has it been for you? You know, I imagine the stressors are very different uh, in your day-to-day roles and responsibilities from the corporate world to uh, being a franchise owner. Well, it has, <laughs> I've had, we've had our moments. I've had my, I've had exciting times. I've had uh, tough times, um, <laughs> even more this year. <laughs> yeah. we, we all have all faced uh, difficult times. But, you know, amazingly, uh, one of the things I, I know is that in my corporate world, in my life, corporate life, we did face challenges. We did face business business um, challenges. I, I, I recall in my last job, we, we had a major issue and um, the regulator fined our phone company huge amount of money. And, um, and we had to, so we went to crisis mode and I was very much involved in that process. And honestly, that crisis mode, uh, that experience helped me in this whole crisis we faced with uh, the pandemic. I mean, it's a different ballgame for sure, but the fact that I've gone through crisis in my, in my experience, managing risk and um, some of the knowledge and some of the things that um, experience that I got out in my corporate world, my corporate life helped me uh, to navigate this difficult period. Um, as an example, working with people, one of the things I learned in my my complete life was listening to your people. You don't know it all. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were faced with this pandemic, there was confusion all over. But, but you know the amazing thing? Every member of my team um, in the cafe, we were, were so um, involved. They came up with great ideas. How do we manage the social distancing? How do we manage the store moving forward? How do we put in place safety protocols? How do we put in place hygiene protocols? How do we manage 
ourselves moving forward, manage the business, you know, and uh, support each other. So uh, those are things that I learned in my corporate life, which is basically in terms of team, working with the team and getting everyone, everybody involved. So it came to life um, in this venture. So building off that, uh, that line there, Andrew, uh, I remember meeting you on the day you held your grand opening. You were a new chamber member. You borrowed our very large scissors. You know, we showed up, showed up for a fun celebration and some great coffee. But the next few years would not prove to be easy. You know, construction on Lakeshore and uh, with your location, you were really impacted by both phases over the two-year period. And then, as we've talked about already, what no one could have predicted, uh, the COVID-driven lockdowns. None of this could have been fun for a new business owner. You talk about relying on your team, but how else did you get through this? Yeah, absolutely. I recall that uh, fateful day. I have fun memories of the <laughs> grand opening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I ever thought about the challenges ahead, the road ahead, but hey, that's what it takes to be in business. Like I said, my past experience helped me. And because of my passion for what I was doing, I knew it was tough. The road construction uh, did impact us for sure, especially over the two phases, you know, since we're in the middle of it. But, you know, if you have a passion and you believe in it, um, you you just follow it through. You also got to pivot your business and adapt and um, try and adjust accordingly. And because... One night I, I, I was pretty sure of was the, the road construction had a purpose. The purpose was basically to improve the look and feel of downtown, which I, which ultimately would impact positively on, uh, on our business because, uh, it's expected that it would draw more traffic downtown Oakville. So I looked at the big picture. Big picture, um, was basically, well, you know, we're going to grow traffic and, um, those that uh, stay, those that survive will be able to, those that are able to stay will survive. With respect to the pandemic, I also knew that it was temporary. We knew the pandemic was going to end at some point. We also knew that um, it wasn't going to be forever with all the things with what we're hearing in the news. So we just decided, okay, you know what? Let's just keep it going and see. Uh, and I'm so glad road construction is over. <laughs> um, the downtown is looking really beautiful. We're seeing um, increased traffic, uh, albeit... Um, as a lockdown, uh, people are also making sure that they are keeping safe, uh, socially distant. Then uh, pandemic, uh, we're, I, I am, I'm so confident we're going to turn the corner around the pandemic uh, with all the great news coming from about vaccines. And, um, you know, so I'm, uh, I, I'm pretty confident. It's just to be optimistic in business and, uh, and uh, hopefully things will, um, things will uh, come around for you. Yeah, I know. I think uh, the whole business community is uh, is hoping that things are going to turn around and uh, trying to remain optimistic. So again, another good message there. But shifting gears to your past experience, so let's start with this. What exactly is a certified customer experience professional? <laughs> I know customer experience is in a growing field, is a growing area, a discipline. Uh, I'm sure people are used to hearing buzzwords like customer service, customer support, but it's completely different from customer experience. Customer experience is about how the entire organization interacts with customers. And we are looking at all touch points from when they want to buy your product, from how they get to know your product, from how they use your product, the experience they get when they're using your product, from even when they contact you. 
either through either through call center or through email support or any other channel. So that's basically what customer experience is about. And and so the people who are specializing in this area are called customer experience professionals. So we do have a global body, an association called Customer Experience Professional Association, EXBA. And um, there's the option to certify. And that's basically what I have. I am certified. I've taken the exams, but I'm a certified customer experience professional. So that's why it's called CCXP. So that's what it is all about. So I am an expert in customer experience management. Technically, that's what it means. <laughs> so, and not to assume, but I imagine that that uh, certification and training has uh, transcended uh, all your careers and no matter where you find yourself. Would you say that's been critical to your success? Well, certification is great. Training training is critical for sure. Certification helps to kind of legitimize all your efforts, at least for all the, all the training you get. Certificate's more like uh, a validation of um, what you've gone through. I mean, we train every day. We learn. Training can be by doing. Training by can be formal or informal. But what certification does is just basically to validate what you know, legitimize what you basically have gone through with uh, through a formal body or formal formal organization. So they've been very helpful. I'll be honest. I have been through several trainings um, at several great institutions globally, and I've learned a lot. Not necessarily from the classroom training or the content, but in terms of learning from meeting people with different perspectives from different environments, different countries, different cultures. So that in itself, for me, it's, um, it's a great learning. Yeah, that's awesome. But I do have to ask, where does real estate fit into this puzzle for you? <laughs> oh, 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 that's interesting. Yes, yeah, thank you for that. I, I have a passion. I do invest in real estate. So it was in my venture, in venturing in real estate in my as an investor, I I also found out that I could um, I could practice as a realtor. I went and um, to the training and exam, and I got certified. I do it as uh, another line of business. So uh, that's the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome! And it sounds like you're keeping yourself uh, very busy with all these ventures. So, what is it that keeps you motivated and uh, drives you uh, in your career? Well, thank you for that. My biggest motivation is people, helping people. And that's basically why I've also found myself in coffee business. Coffee is, uh, is part of our life in Canada. I found that, look, I, if I've been in this business, how could I do it in a different way? How could I make people stay by offering them good, good quality coffee from Second Cup? How do I run a cafe where people can connect? You never know the kind of relationships. So if that relationship start off in my cafe, it's a place where people can study and, uh, become, and the students can come and prepare, you know, do their research. It's a place where business people can connect. So it's all about people. So I, I get motivated by working with people and the cafe gives me the opportunity. Same with every other thing I do. Real estate, I enjoy helping people buy or sell their homes. Then even in my non-business life, I, I'm involved in a lot of um, charity work. I'm, I'm involved in so many committees. I, as you pretty much know, I, I'm a member of the Government Relations Committee of the Chamber of Commerce, so I just get involved. How can I use my knowledge and experience to make other people do well? How can I support my community? 
my motivation is about helping people. Well, I think there's a lot of organizations that are better off because uh, you've gotten involved and, and contributed. So that's, uh, that's awesome, Andrew. Andrew, as you're aware, we close every interview with uh, the same question. And that is, what is the best piece of advice you've received in your career? Well, the best piece of advice that I received in my career was from my former boss. Um, he's an amazing guy. He left the company, my last job before me. And uh, next time I saw him and he said to me, Andrew, quit <laughs> quit the corporate world whilst you can so that you can set up your own business and run it before you retire. Uh, that if you wait till retirement age and start setting up your business, you probably would, you may not have all the strength or energy or passion to, to do it. So I heeded that call and I can, I can, um, I won't say comfortably, I'm watching my words here. I can um, proudly say that it's three years now that I left the corporate world and I've been in venturing in so many things. I see pretty much, you know, coffee, real estate, mm-hmm. paid and unpaid consulting. So, so, but I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun amazingly uh, better than um, when I was in paid employment. So, for me, that will be the best advice that uh, I'll be honest, I'm happier than uh, I was in paid employment. Obviously, I, I end more in, in paid employment, but I, but I find more joy and happiness being on my own. Well, it's always great to hear uh, people are following some of that best advice, and uh, you certainly are. So, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us on Members of the Chamber today. It is my pleasure. Thank you for having me, Drew. Thank you. And to our members and listeners, thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to join us. If you know someone that would make an interesting guest on Members of the Chamber, please send us a note to info at oakvillechamber.com. We would love to hear from you. Make sure you stay up to date with what's going on at the Chamber by following along on social media. We're on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Thank you to our producer and Chamber Communications Manager, Kristen Curry. And last but certainly not least, thank you to Staples Studio Oakville for supporting this episode. Talk to you soon, Oakville Chamber. Have a safe and productive day.